The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook, often imitated, never duplicated, one of the established top five NFL betting podcasts in the galaxy i'm merely ross tucker former nfl offensive lineman five teams over seven years awesome temp job in my 20s now i call games on tv for cbs and radio for westwood one have a bunch of different podcasts ross tucker football podcast 30 minutes or less like this show gives you your daily fill of what's going on in the nfl from the perspective of a former player that's me I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on social. We are at Ross Tucker pod. More and more people watching the show at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, which is awesome. The star of the show is Steve Fezzik. He is the only, I repeat, only two-time winner of what is known as the Super Bowl of professional football betting. It's the Super Contest at the Westgate. Not only did he win it twice, he won it back-to-back, which is almost statistically impossible check him out on social at Fezzik sports and only at Fezzik sports doesn't have a website he's not at real Steve Fezzik he's at Fezzik sports don't allow the imposter to fool you it's happened to too many people Steve um middling week for us I was up two units you were down one for the year I am now up 39 units you are up half a unit You're in the black by half a unit, and I'm obviously having a a really, really good year. It started with Jags-Jets on Thursday night. I just leaned Jags. You just leaned under. We both absolutely should have placed wagers, but we didn't. Then we get to the Bills and the Bears. Total was 40 and a half. I leaned Chicago. Bills kind of pulled away late. You put two units, Steve, on the under 40 and a half. Bills ended up scoring 35 points, 35-13. Bet you were as surprised as anyone the way the Bills were just running over that Bears defense. 
And it was 21-13 with four minutes to play. I figure Bills run out the clock, kick a field goal. I'm going to get this one. No, the Bills score not just one, but two touchdowns in the final 330. You know, Buffalo is a bully, Ross. They love to beat up on bad teams. Seahawks Chiefs. I put two units on the Seahawks getting nine and a half. And their defense played better. Their defense stepped up and only gave up 24 points. Problem is, the offense only scored 10. Chiefs defense played better. Geno Smith still not playing very well. O-line for the Seahawks was bad. I lost two units there. That was uh, that was just me being on the wrong side. We both, by the way, or no, you had the Chiefs teased down to minus, eight, uh, minus two and a half, and the Ravens teased down to minus half a point at uh, minus 140, but you won. So you won the two units there on that teaser. Then we get to Lions-Panthers. Thankfully, neither one of us had anything there. Bengals-Patriots. You leaned Patriots. I had nothing. Bengals up 22-0 and then would have blown it at the end were it not for that Ramondre Stevenson fumble. Unbelievable game. Unbelievable two weeks for Stevenson. If you remember, he was the start. You could argue he was the beginning of the object of the destruction against the Raiders when he foolishly gave the ball to Jacoby Myers, who threw it to the wrong team. And then Stevenson fumbles. I don't know if that was a bad beat for New England and all those missed extra points or whether it was going to be one of the world's luckiest covers because – Bengals at one point had over 400 yards of offense and New England was sitting around a hundred. Since he just destroyed New England for two and a half quarters. And then Joe Burrow, one of the strangest pick sixes you will ever see a quarterback throw. So a tale of two halves where New England showed a lot of character to get back in the game could have won it. Texans and the Titans was good for both of us. The Texans were getting five points. The total was 37 I put two units on the Houston Texans who had been playing better. They won the game outright. You leaned the Texans, and you put two units on the under, which covered by four points. So that was a nice game for us. Giants-Vikings, neither one of us had anything on the game. Saints-Browns, you said the Browns are the best wind team in the NFL they were laying three. You put two units on them. They were up 10 nothing, and blew that game, Steve. Yeah, Cooper dropped a wide-open touchdown pass. You know where I missed on this game is Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill came in in the red zone, and he got most of the snaps in the second half, and he's a mutter. He is the perfect quarterback for these conditions. That was a big advantage for the Saints in this game, and they won because of Taysom Hill being capable. Falcons played the Ravens. Ravens were laying seven and a half. You and I both had the Ravens in teasers. I had the Ravens paired with the Niners. So Ravens down to minus one and a half. Niners down to minus one. Those both came through for two units. You had the Ravens down to half a point and the Chiefs down to minus two and a half as you did a seven point teaser. And that came through for you as well. I mentioned the Niners in my teaser. Niners beat the Commanders by 17, 37-20. Game went way over, uh, but the teaser for me cashed. 
Unfortunately, Steve, your teaser leg with the Niners was the Niners down to half a point and the Broncos up to plus seven and a half. Broncos were a total no-show. That was surprising to me. They did not make the Rams punt the football one time. Broncos close minus three, in, in some spots minus three and a half, and I tease them to seven and a half, and I lose by 38 points. Uh, that was embarrassing. Uh, that was, I want to ask you, did the Broncos quit on their team? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you lose by that much. You're quitting either during the week or during the game, right? You're, you're quitting one way or the other. They have fired their head coach, Nathaniel. I can't hack it. Eagles, Cowboys was my, uh, was my bad beat of the week. I had two units on the Eagles getting five and a half. I got closing line value. They're up by a touchdown late in the fourth quarter. They lose the turnover battle four to one. They throw an interception and fumble twice in the fourth quarter. Even if they just don't, Miles Sanders doesn't fumble that last time, they lose by three or win the game. But he fumbled again. Cowboys got a field goal. I lose by half a point. That one hurt a lot. Eagles should have won the game, but they did win the best celebration when they stole from the Salvation Army Kettle, one of the greatest post-touchdown celebrations I have ever seen. That was funny. Raiders, Steelers. The Steelers were getting two and a half. You put two units on them, Steve. I took the Raiders um, up to eight and a half. I'm sorry. Steelers were laying two and a half because I took the Raiders up to eight and a half and paired them with the Bucks down to minus a half point uh, because I just didn't think the Steelers you know, blow out anybody. They get that late touchdown, so you get the two units there, but the Raiders still keep it within eight and a half. So I was able to win my teaser. We both won two units on that game. Packers-Dolphins was just a lean to the Packers for me. Should have done more than just lean there. They won the game outright. They were getting five and a half. You lean to the over, but it came up two points short, 26-20. Total was 48. Broncos, Rams, we already mentioned your ill-fated teaser. Bucks, Cardinals, I teased the Bucks from minus six and a half to minus half a point. They just had to win. That was probably one I was pretty fortunate in for the Bucks to be able to pull that one off and get the win, Steve. Yeah, down 10 late. You know, I would be remiss not to update you on what has become the biggest contest in Nevada, the Circa Survivor Contest. Ross, I don't know if you heard about this bad beat. So there was one gentleman that was through week 16A, the first segment of the Christmas week. He had a winner with the Vikings. Three other contestants remained. They all had the Steelers. So this gentleman was about to win $6 million if Pittsburgh lost that game. He's 46 seconds away. Pittsburgh fails on a fourth and one by two inches. The rest give it to them because it's the immaculate reception Weak and why not favor Pittsburgh? Um, they don't overturn the call. Pittsburgh winds up stealing the game. Not only does that gentleman not win the six million dollars, which he would have won solo, the very next day, 14 hours later, he takes the Dolphins in the second half of the Christmas week. They lose, he's gone. He gets nothing but coal for Christmas. Yikes, that is rough. Chargers, Colts. 
You leaned Chargers. I leaned Colts. Chargers win 20-3. to three. Nick Foles, not real good. I was up two units for the week. You were down one. I am now up 39 units for the season. You are up half a unit. We did not have any best bets to speak of. We move forward to week 17, which is hard to believe. Just like to me, Steve, it's hard to believe that as people have all their New Year's resolutions and they want to eat healthier or work out more or manage their budget better, if you haven't heard about Rocket Money, you need to. Whatever disorganized methods of managing your money you've been using, say hello to Rocket Money. It is the better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money used to be known as Truebill. It is a special personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It is awesome. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash even money. That's rocketmoney dot com slash even money i like the uh, symmetry there rocketmoney.com slash even money steve we move on to week number 17 in the nfl we start with thursday night cowboys are laying 10 the totals 40 and a half against the titans the game is irrelevant for the titans they gotta win week 18 against the jags to win the division. So the game is irrelevant. A lot of guys on the injury report, and I bet a lot of them aren't playing. Yeah, so the Jacksonville-Tennessee game, likely for all the marbles for the division. Jacksonville can still find a way to get a wild card. Tennessee cannot. Normally we look to the home team on Thursday, not when it is a completely meaningless game. And I've got nothing on this game. I will say this, if you're going to bet Dallas, I would bet them now. I will forecast that this line will go even higher. Just to stay away from me. Uh, way too much unpredictability on the Titans side. The Saints are getting six and a half on the road in Philadelphia. We do not know who will be the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. The total is 44. You know, that total sure looks low to me, considering I haven't checked the weather, but it should be much better than last week. Minshew is perfectly capable as a quarterback, and we've got a situation where the Eagles are styling, heading to the number one seed. The Saints just had to play in horrific conditions that depressed the scoring. I'm going to go over for two units. I can really only lean uh, to the Saints here. You know, Saints have been playing tougher football as of late, and I just don't think this is going to be easy for the Eagles, whether it's Hurts or Minshew. The Saints have been coming to play in recent weeks. Now the Eagles don't have Lane Johnson. They don't have Avante Maddox. Probably just lean in New Orleans for me. The Broncos with Jerry Rosberg as their interim head coach are getting 13 and a half on the road against the Chiefs. The total is 45. So the book on a team like Denver that quits on their team, quits on their coach, and then the coach gets fired is you want to fire in and take that team they're playing a good opponent also in Kansas City, which somewhat goes through the motions. You should have covered with Seattle last week. Kansas City 
only got about 300 yards of offense, but I can't do it, Ross. And here's why. I don't think that the team likes Russell Wilson at all. And so we only got rid of half the problem with the coach firing Hackett. I don't know if we're going to get the normal fired up team with Russell Wilson still at quarterback. If he plays, I'm going to pass the game. Yeah. I don't know who they like or not, but I can't do it. It would just be a lean to Denver for me. If it got up over 14, I'd probably strongly consider it, but you know, the chiefs can score pretty easily. I don't know what happened to that Denver defense. That was a total throwaway. Interesting game. Jaguars are in Houston. They're laying four points. The total's 43 and a half. The Jags are kind of on a roll, but this game is meaningless. But you have to assume that Doug Peterson wants to keep the momentum going. Curious on your handicap on this one, Steve. It's probably meaningless for Jacksonville, but there is a path that they could win this week, lose next week, and find a way to get a wild card, although it's very unlikely. Um, I've slightly reversed on this game. I bet Houston. I said Houston's playing very well, almost beat Dallas. Um, So back-to-back weeks, they almost won as double-digit dogs, did win against Tennessee, and then I looked at the standings. Houston has two-and-a-half wins. The Bears only have three. So does Houston really want to win another game and donk off the number one pick in the draft? Uh, Probably not. So because of that, I've soured a little meaningless game for Jacksonville must lose game for Houston. I'm going to pass. I've considered all those things. I'm putting one unit on the Texans plus four. If the number one pick thing wasn't out there, I'd put two units on it and I'd feel good about the Texans the way they've been playing. But you never know what management says to Lovey Smith about this football game. How about Carolina on the road in Tampa, Steve? They're getting three points. The total is 39 and a half. I know Tampa's been playing terrible. I know they've been overrated all year long. I'm going to lean to Tampa, and here's why. Last week on the look ahead lines, I bet Carolina. I got seven and a half, and I got seven on this game. Now, I get it. Carolina looked great. Tampa looked mediocre. But whenever you see an NFL line move four and a half points, at some point, you got to say the value is gone. Uh, I think Tampa should be probably a three and a half point favorite. So three, I'll lean Tampa. Yeah, I'm going I'm going the other way. I'm putting two units on Carolina. I mean, you run for that many yards. You play that well. I I have to take it. I have to take the Carolina Panthers, two units, getting the three. Even when the Bucs beat somebody, they only beat them by a field goal. I mean, even when they win, it's like a late field goal is how they win. So I'm going to take the Panthers for two points, uh, for two units. What about the Bears and the Lions? It's in Detroit. And the Lions are are laying six points. Totals 52. Bears also in the mix, Steve, for that number one overall pick. Yeah, so I gave this out to my clients when it was five and a half this morning. The book, you hear the pros say all the time, oh, never bet on a must-win team because the point spread tax is too great. Well, that's good advice at post because usually the tax on these teams that need to win, like the Lions, inflates the spread and by Sunday 
it wouldn't surprise me if this line doesn't go all the way to seven. And at that point, of course, we don't bet Detroit. But now that it's only six, I mean, put things in perspective. Detroit was laying three for much of the week at Carolina last week. They're on the road. Detroit's a good home team, bad road team. Carolina's a pretty decent team. The Bears are in the running for the worst team in the NFL. And now that Lions are home, needing the game like blood, Detroit's still a little cheap, minus six. One unit Detroit, minus six. Interesting. Yeah, it's a stay away game for me. Um, Just not quite sure really what to expect from either one of these teams. Yeah, I I don't know what we're going to see from Chicago, given the potential draft implications. Detroit stunned me with that no-show last week. Uh, Got me a little skittish on those guys at this point. What about the Browns? They are getting two and a half points on the road against the Commanders. Totals 40 and a half. You know, Cleveland sure feels like a, just a dysfunctional team all year long. The Watson's been awful. He's been a downgrade at quarterback. I could only look towards uh, the Commanders here. The football team lean to Washington. So I think it'll be a close game. I don't think the Commanders can blow anybody out. And I think the Browns, you know, they can't play as bad as they did against the Saints. And Stefanski might be on the hot seat. You know, Stefanski might need them to win these last two games. I'm going to take the Browns up to plus eight and a half, go through the three and the seven, and pair it with the Dolphins. Whether it's Bridgewater or Tua, I I don't really care. I'm going to take the Dolphins up to plus eight and a half against the Patriots. So these are the next two games in the order. So two units, two-team, six-point teaser, Cleveland up to eight and a half against Washington, Miami up to eight and a half against New England. What do you have, Steve, in that New England-Miami game? Well, I agree with your lean towards Miami. I get it. They've lost a lot of games in a row. I'm going to tell you how the pros are going to bet this game. Tua is not going to play. There is no way Tua, after his situation earlier in the year when he got put out there and then got concussed badly, that he is going to play when he's in concussion protocol. But inevitably, the market's already reflecting this. This number is based upon Teddy Bridgewater playing for Miami. But I can tell you what happens, Ross, is news will come across the screen, information. uh, Teddy Bridgewater has been named starter for the Miami Dolphins. And then, boom, the semi-sharp bettors will say, oh, I got to bet New England. And they will bet New England, and it will go to three for a short period of time. There'll be a small window of opportunity. When it hits three, Miami will be a a two-unit bet for me, which it will, but it's not there yet. I'm not betting Miami until I get my three, which I will get later in the week for a small period of time. Interesting. Love when you take us behind the scenes, Steve, about that stuff like that and how you envision it unfolding. Um, I envision this weekend, I don't have a game to broadcast, Steve. So while I love beer and wings – I think I might just crack open a bottle of wine with my wife. The next sponsor has got the hookup on wine for holiday gifts and get-togethers. Listen, how about drastically low prices? We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. At even money, we go straight for Last Bottle Wines. If you haven't heard of this, Last Bottle, it's a daily deal wine site based in Napa. One wine every day until it's gone. 
no memberships, no commitments. It's free to join. Why not go to Last Bottle? They got a deal for you guys. Use promo code EVENMONEY to get 10% off your next order with Last Bottle. That's lastbottlewines.com. Use code EVENMONEY. Lastbottlewines.com. Code EVENMONEY. Steve, we've got the Cardinals getting three and a half on the road against the Falcons. The total's 41. Yes, the Falcons have been eliminated, and Arizona has just checked out completely. I will lean to Atlanta, but no official play for me, Ross. I'm taking the Cardinals. Uh, Maybe it's just a Christmas thing, but those guys came to play. J.J. Watt, Cam Thomas, they were fired up. Maybe I thought, did some positive things. This is the field goal game either way. It's a toss-up game. Anytime I get more than three and what I believe is a toss-up game that could go either way, I take it two units on Arizona getting the three-and-a-half points. What about the Colts getting five-and-a-half on the road against the Giants? Giants are winning. They're in. Totals 39-and-a-half. No idea who the quarterback will be for the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know if it matters. All the quarterbacks are lousy for the Colts. Boy, Foles looked awful. Uh, Pull back the curtain again last night, right after that Monday night game ended. Boom. It was up at a few books. I laid three and a half on the Giants. I was like, that's the dumbest line I've ever seen. Um, Must win team against a dead team like the Colts. Well, now it's five and a half. Now I'll lean to the Giants. Not as much value. I still think if you're going to bet this game, you got to bet it now. It's only going to inflate with the must win. Got nothing. I got nothing on this game. Um, Let's get to, I would only lean Giants, I guess. How about the Niners and the Raiders? Well, that's interesting. Uh, The Niners are laying six on the road. Total is 45, Steve. You know, two units, Raiders. All the Raiders do is play close games. And I get it. There's a feeling of, okay, the season's blown. They're out of the playoffs now. Some very tough losses this year. But what is the Niners' incentive? The Niners are cruising to either the two or three seed. Doesn't matter which one. They're not going to get the one seed. They got to get guys healthy. And because of that, all the Raiders do is play close games, losing the majority of them seemingly. I'll take the Raiders plus six, two units. Yeah, not me. I, I, I thought about it, but the Niners are absolutely rolling right now. And I think that Kyle Shanahan believes in that. I, I think he believes in momentum, playing really well, dominating teams going into the postseason. So that's just a stay away for me. Jets are laying two and a half on the road against Seattle with the news that Mike White will be the quarterback. The totals 42. So I get it that Zach Wilson, who I hate, as you know, is atrocious at quarterback. But who are the Jets? The Jets to be laying almost a field goal all the way across the country against a team in contention for the playoffs. Yeah, Geno and Seattle have been scuffling. This is going to be a close game. This is a great teaser. Seattle from two and a half up to eight and a half. I need something to pair with them. I'm going to take the Bengals Monday night up to seven and a half. Second leg of my teaser. I'm going three units. I'm going large on this teaser. Seattle to the Bengals. Wow. 
Well, you and I are sharing a brain on this one, Steve. I had that written down. Seattle up to eight and a half. Cincinnati up to seven and a half. I'm only going to put two units on it. I'm not going three like you are. But at any rate, it's always nice to get a best bet. The best bet. All right, so the Vikings on the road, Steve, are getting three points against the Packers. And the total is 47. And the entire state of Minnesota continues to be angry at me as I'll make the case that I the Vikings won yet another game. And Justin Jefferson is incredible. A game they had no business winning. The Giants won the stats. The Vikings are a 500 team that's somehow going to win 12 games this year. And they really have no incentive to going forward. The two seed versus the three seed. The Packers need the game like blood. Green Bay has a big home field advantage. I know it's a division game where home field is not worth as much. Packers are better. They're not just better. They're better by a good point and a half with a big home field and extra incentive. Heck yeah, Packers are going to win. It might be a close game. We might They might only win by three. They might win by seven. I'm going to lay the three, two units. Going head-to-head with you here, I'm putting one unit on Minnesota, getting the three points. They haven't lost a close game yet. I mean, that, that, that's all they do. And I know regression and I know blah, blah, blah. Uh, they also, by the way, still think they can get the number one seed, which is probably foolish, but um, there is a possibility out there for that. So give me the Vikings getting the three points. Again, it's a toss-up game. I think it's a field goal game one way or the other. I'll take the team getting the three points. What about the Rams catching six and a half on the road, kind of, against the Chargers, totals 40 and a half in the battle for L.A. Yeah, so Chargers clinch a playoff spot. Rams, Baker, Mayfield, resurrection project continues. Um, I know the Chargers defense has been playing much better, but this is a low total with two capable quarterbacks. I'm going to go over the 40 and a half in a game that's largely meaningless for both teams. I know the Chargers would like to get the four seed. I'll... um, I'll go, excuse me, the five team. I will play over for two units, over 40 and a half. I'm going to put two units on the Rams. I I like the way Sean McVay has Baker Mayfield playing. This, to me, feels like kind of a toss-up game. I think they would love, they know their season's gone. They would love to beat the other LA team. And I know the Chargers want that number five seed, and they should, but... I don't know that that's enough incentive. I feel let down here for the Chargers after clinching the first playoff berth since 2018. Two units on the Rams getting the six and a half points. We go to Sunday night, Steve. It's in Baltimore. It got flexed. And it's the Steelers getting three points. Total is a low 36. And it's low for a reason. All these teams do is play 17 to 14 type of games. Pittsburgh's actually higher scoring at home than on the road. I don't expect Lamar Jackson to play. If he plays, he won't be 100%. This is going to be a game that's 10-7 going into the fourth quarter. I don't know who's going to win. I'm going to play under for two units. Going Steelers, plus three, two units. Ravens have been playing like dog poo. I mean, they stink. They've been playing really bad for a while now. I don't know who the quarterback is. I don't even know if it matters that much. You said it the last time these two teams played, Steve. You said this is always a field goal game. Always. 
and it was, and we won. So I'll take the team getting the three points, two units on the Pittsburgh Steelers, like the way their young guys are playing. That uh, winning streak, that matters to them. I mean, they, they, they want to go nine and eight for Mike Tomlin and for the franchise. That matters. Two units, Pittsburgh Steelers. We got the Bills and the Bengals to wrap things up here. The Bills are laying a point and a half on the road in Cincinnati. The books like the Buffalo Bills. Totals 49 and a half. You and I both teased the Bengals up to seven and a half and paired them with the Seahawks up to eight and a half for two units. Anything else on this game, Steve? Yeah, you know, the Bengals are 11 and one against the spread. They're also 20 and three against the spread. This is a team that is just playing great football. It's going to be a tremendous environment in the jungle. You know, we've already teased the Bengals. I'm going to double down on them. I'm going to take the plus one and a half. I don't understand how they can be the underdog in, the, in a game that I think the Bengals probably should be laying one in. Um, the Bills have not been the same since Josh Allen got injured earlier in the year. So Bengals for two units plus one and a half also. That'll do it for the Even Money podcast this week. Follow him on social at Fezzik Sports. Follow me at Ross Tucker NFL. We got an awesome new Facebook now. Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker pod. The TikTok is blowing up at Ross Tucker NFL. Love those of you that are a part of either one of those. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.